You hear that music castaways, you know what that means. Sharks and crabs. Welcome to another episode of Footballers Island. I'm your host, Tim in the house. Watch your mouth. My co-host, Sean Sean, he's out right now. He's a little bit under the weather. But hey, we're going to keep pushing on for him. So, we want to run through uh, week 12 of the NFL season. We want to talk about some of the players we thought were sharks and some of the players we thought were crabs. Now, we had a bang of sharks this week. And uh, it, it's just, uh, this this fantasy football season, it's kind of awkward. It's kind of going this way, kind of going that way. Uh, some players are showing up you didn't expect to show up. Some players we talked about earlier in the season before the draft, they're kind of, they're doing their thing. And if you held on to them, you're reaping benefits. If you traded them like me, <laughs> your ass is grass. <laughs> so, hey, well, first, I, I'll jump in and just talk about some of the players that they want to keep an eye on on the waiver wire this week. Uh, we'll talk about my guy, uh, Gus Edwards. Now, I mean, he had 16 carries. He outcarried everybody else in the backfield for Baltimore. So he's a player that um, going to the playoffs, if you're kind of hurting for running backs, you might want to kind of take a flyer out on him and just see if he's available. Uh, I think he's still available in a lot of leagues on the, uh, on the ESPN app. Uh, another player we'll talk about is uh, Isaiah Petro for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, another running back who's kind of taking over the snaps over, uh, with Kansas City. Uh, and now, uh, Shamar, Shamar J. P. Ryan. If Mixon is is missing a couple of games, man, he is a a, a lock in play every week. I mean, he he looked good in the uh, in the running and catching the ball. So I think he is going to be. I mean, he is a lead back if if Mixon is out. So even if Mixon comes back, he'll have some value, uh, just not as much as he has right now. Uh, we're also Jamal Hastings, man. Travis Etienne, he left the game. And I know he said he's going to be back and he's going to play next week. But, man, how many times have we heard that with running backs saying, hey, I'll be back next week, and then they end up missing next week. So, uh, Jamal Hastings, he also looked good for Jacksonville. And uh, uh, I'll say, if you haven't picked up a Rashad White from uh, Tampa Bay, man, he uh, he is still under 60% owned in a lot of leagues. Now, he had kind of he didn't have as, as many yards as you would want him to have on the ground. He did have nine receptions, though, 45 yards. Uh, he didn't have any touchdowns, but with uh, with him probably being the lead back in Tampa, he is somebody that you can pick up off the waiver wire and kind of just give you a playoff push if you're hurting, hurting the running backs, which a lot of people are, so let's just be honest with it. So uh, we'll jump into some Sharks, man. And like I said, we talked about, especially this one guy, we talked about him a lot uh, just coming up on the draft. I liked him. I actually drafted him, and then uh, guess what? I traded his ass. <laughs> But I end up trading him for uh for Jamal Williams because I needed I needed a backup for Swift. Swift went down. So I ended up I ended up trading uh, Josh Jacobs. Dumb. That was dumb on my part. But again, hindsight 2020. Like I said, I needed a backup for uh Swift, man. So but he had a great game. He had uh, 229 yards on the on the ground, 33 attempts and two touchdowns. And I know he broke off a big run in overtime, which kind of like inflated those numbers, but just looking at him throughout the year, man, he, he's been balling. I mean, I, I would say over the last three games, man, he's had, you know, 78 yards, 109, 229. And he's had three touchdowns in the last three weeks. So he, he is he's a shark. He's a he's a lock-in play. Uh, I wish I still had him on my team. I've tried to trade for him multiple times to get him back on my team, but the guy's too smart to, to fall for that. <laughs> so, And then uh, my next guy I'll talk about is, uh, hey, he, he got the job. He got the starting job. Uh, Mike White, man, he had 315 yards in the air with three touchdowns. And I think the Jets have found a quarterback. The Jets are a playoff team. So he all he does is enhances every other receiver's 
on the uh, on the Jets team, especially Garrett Wilson, who I have him down as another shark. He had five receptions for 95 yards and two touchdowns. Again, a changing quarterback is what they needed. And going forward, if uh, White is the quarterback over Zach Wilson, you gotta have you gotta like uh, Will- you gotta like Garrett Wilson, and you gotta like uh, my guy Elijah Moore. Like I mean, he just seems like he's better fit for this offense, and his defense is ready to go. Like I said, they're a playoff team, so he just enhances the team. Uh, and uh, again, you know, Michael Carter he went out, but for the pass catchers, Mike White is wh- who you want. Uh, another shark I have is Mal Sanders, man. He looked good in, against Green Bay last night in the uh, Sunday night game. And uh, they, they used him, man. He had 143 yards on the ground. He had 21 attempts with two touchdowns. Him and Jalen Hurts, man, they just they ran all over the Packers, man. They ran for, you know, well over 300 yards between those two. And if he's used correctly, I mean, he is a decent back. It's just I know he's burnt a lot of people in the past, so it's kind of hard to trust Miles Sanders, but he was a shark this week. Uh, I also say uh, Christian Watson, man, for the Packers. You know, he had four receptions for 110 yards and a touchdown. We've seen what he've done. he's done in the past the last couple of weeks. He's a he's a, he's a uh, emerging superstar. I mean, he the, the Green Bay Packers, they did draft him to become the number one receiver. So he may be actually turning into that. So that's a, that's the majority of the Sharks I had for uh, week 12. Now, we'll jump into a couple of crabs that we did have, man. And unfortunately for me, man, Dalvin Cook was my first crab. Uh, he only had 42 yards. He had the attempts. He had 22 attempts with no touchdowns. And he had, I mean, his his get, his day was kind of safe a little bit. He had, you know, four receptions for 14 yards. His longest his longest run was six yards, man. And and I know the Patriots defense, run defense is strong, and they did a great job against them, man. But you, you just need more for Dalvin Cook, especially where he was drafted. Uh, not to say, you know, he's a bust this year, but, man, he he's really kind of like, you know, hindering your team if, if they're giving him these attempts and he's only, like I say, he's only breaking off a six-yard run, which, you know, his fantasy day was kind of ruined playing against the Patriots. Uh, another crab I got, man, is Christian McCaffrey. Again, I know he was dealing with some knee soreness. Uh, that's what the coaching staff came out and said. So, I mean, he only had uh, 33 yards on the, on the, uh, on the ground with, uh, with uh, four receptions and 17 yards. So, his knee soreness is is a thing, but Elijah Mitchell he went out also. Uh, he may have some type of strain. I think it was ACL or something like that. So I mean, his usage it just sucks because Christian McCaffrey's usage is probably gonna have to go up. But he's already dealing with some type of knee soreness, and you everybody that's like a red flag when you're dealing with Christian McCaffrey. So you kind of don't want him to get injured. But the, you know the 49ers are definitely gonna have to lean on him if Elijah Mitchell is out for an extended period of time. Uh, Another crab, man, Damian Pierce, man. He look, I know they got down big against Miami, 30 to nothing. But I mean, for six attempts and eight yards, man, I mean the last two games, he's he's had 16 yards with uh with no touchdowns. I mean, his last touch his last rushing touchdown was in week five. And I mean, I was a Damian Pierce, like, you know, hey, a fan, but I mean at this point it's like, yeah, they're struggling and he's suffering the consequences of it. So he's he would have to be my biggest crab. So he would have to be somebody I really put in the bucket. Cause yeah, he kind of I mean he he really hurts the team uh, playing against the Dolphins, which I said they got down big. It was thirty to nothing before you know it. Hell, I almost wanted to put Tua and Waddle in there, but it ain't they fault that they took him out? And even when they took the starters out, hell, the Texas almost came back on them. So it's like they should have just left them in the damn game. Cause. I just needed one more yard from Tua. He's at 299, man. Come on, just give me that one more yard. I was hoping that they put his ass back in the game, but they never did. So, 
he could have had a bigger game game against the Texans, but again, game script didn't call for them to stay out on the field, which I wish they would have stayed out on the field. But uh, moving forward, man, you I mean, two and Waddle, it's kind of like a lot, but I shit, I ain't gonna lie, they they crabs in my bucket. <laughs> yeah, and but I would say, man, like besides uh besides Dalvin Cook, man, I would say uh we we need to talk about DeAndre Swift. We really, I really do. I need to talk about DeAndre Swift because I I just want to know. Castaways, is it time to actually just bench this guy? And I, I will be the first to say that I, I probably whiffed it on this one, okay? I seen it, you know, the first game, I was like, all right, everything that I thought he could do, he did in that first game. Like, the my whole highs and lows on this man was in that first game against Philly where he went off, right? He had 144 yards on the ground, 15 attempts and a touchdown. I mean, he got involved in the in the passing game. He had three receptions on three targets for thirty one yards. So I'm like, all right, we off we off to the races now, right? And then what always happens with him? He gets hurt, man. He gets injured, and it seems like injuries and the coaches don't trust him. It's like Deuce Staley don't trust him, man. So is it? I will say this: it is time to bench DeAndre Swift if you have him. If you don't have Jamal Williams, and you have Swift. It is time to bench him, which I would I would not expect me to say this this year. But, yeah, like he is not going to help your fantasy team this year. I, I do believe that. Now, he's may, he's prone to maybe having a big game. And I might be wrong about all this, but he may be prone to have a big game on your bench. I mean, he may give you a big game on your bench. They have, you got, you know, Jacksonville, Minnesota. And then your fantasy football playoffs is pretty much starting. So you're playing, looking to try to play them against the Giants of Carolina. I mean, the Jets, I'm sorry, the Jets in Carolina and uh, possibly Chicago. But again, man, to get you there is like you can't trust somebody who is not producing on, on, the, on the ground. And Jamal Williams is basically the lead back there. So I would say, man, I would have to give him the Crab of the Year award. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's Swift, man. And I hate it, though, because I had so much faith in DeAndre Swift. I really did. And if you listen to the podcast before, you can tell – like, I had a lot of faith in him going into this year. I banked on him. I mean, I took him early. And I expected him to produce. And unfortunately for me, he didn't produce. But I will say, Castaways, man, I, a bit of my advice is that, yes, I whiffed it on him. And I will say that it is time to bench him. I'm definitely playing Jamal Williams if I have him. Because besides that fumble, man, Jamal Williams just seems like not only is he the lead back, he is one of the leaders on the Lions team. So I know the coaching staff, I mean, they're probably looking at him like, hey, you're one of the leaders. We're going to make sure, you know, you get involved. And is he going to win your championship? Probably not. But, man, he's he's better serviceable to have in your lineup than to have Swift. Uh, and then somebody that is just some breaking news that I heard about Melvin Gordon signing with the Chiefs. I don't know how much, you know, stock you're putting in that as far as just him being, you know, another back there. I still think it's, uh, it's my guy Pachinko's. Pachinko's a backfield, so I, I'm not too uh, excited about, you know, even, you know, trying to get Melvin Gordon. But um, a couple other breaking news is uh, if you had any pass catchers for the Bears, which I mean, but I just feel you're not playing them. But, yeah, Mooney is going to be out for the season. Um, he is the Bears' leading receiver with uh, 40 receptions and 493 yards this season, but he's going to be out. Oh, my God. And my guy, Elijah Mitchell. It looks like he is actually going to be out for the season also. Man, he just can't catch a break, bro. He he cannot catch a break. But let's look this up. I just seen that just run through the ticker also, man. Elijah Mitchell is out for the season. Yeah, man, can't catch a break. He's so talented, but he just can't stay healthy. That's the only thing. Is like, 
He has the talent. He just cannot stay healthy. And uh, see, he's he's gonna be placed on the IR. I think he might be out also, but yeah, six to eight weeks. I mean, for fantasy football, that's I mean, that's a wrap, man. It's over. I mean, it's it's a wrap. So it's it's a lot of work for Christian McCaffrey. But again, man, that just that just scares me for to have Christian McCaffrey. Also, is like I'm telling you, man. It is it's. Availability is the best ability, man. These are uh, running backs for the four. So if you, I mean, if you do have him, uh, or you have a Christian McCaffrey. Are you looking at Jordan Mason? I mean, you looking at the at the rookie because Elijah Mitchell is going to be out with that knee. I mean, so you you got to look at Jordan Mason. But yeah, it's just it's just a sticky situation in uh, San Francisco with their running back. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is your lone running back, man. <sighs> Jesus Christ, I hate it. I hate it because the injury, man. And like I say, even with Swift, I hate it because of the injuries, man. But that's just hey, you got to be vigilant, especially when you got running backs that are prone to getting hurt. So hopefully, Castaways, man, you do your research, make sure you go out and uh, pick up Christian McCaffrey's handcuff. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's all I can say. But yeah, Castaways, hey, we'll try to be back again this week. We're going to bring back a Believe. Are you a believer? We're going to also do sleepers. And then we'll do a, we'll do a daily uh, a daily uh, fantasy uh, uh, for you also. So we'll try to get me and Sean another bet in. So we kind of go from there, man. But yeah, Castaways, we're going to try to throw out some more content for you guys. And uh, hey, stick with us, Castaways. We're here with you. Hey, till next time. Peace.